Welcome to Politics Then Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Good morning, Houston. Good morning, Texas. Good morning, Harris County. Good morning, the country. Good morning, the United States and the world. Of course, I got it in all the wrong order because usually go from the small entity to the large entity. We are going to have a great show for you today. In the studio, in the control room with us today is Howard Reynolds and Jack Van Beber. How are my favorite peeps doing this morning? Oh, we're doing pretty good so far. The tin cans and string have held up. So we got Egberto live and nationwide. And now we have Jack live and nationwide. Good morning, Egberto. Buenos dias, mi hermano favorito. Como estas? Okay. Uh, you ladies out there, uh, please call in. We need your input. I'm going to read something here. <clears throat> Hopefully... We can embrace the feminine spirit in all things. Spirit of the nurturer, the sustainer, the source, Mother Earth, Mother Nature. She demands reverence and respect. Constant sunlight and wind are her way to our energy, future, and worldwide planet health. Yeah, well, I I brought her some flowers. Does that help? It makes her feel better. Oh, well, good. You can't fool Mother Nature, you no. know. <laughs> All right. Now let's back. Let's get back to Egberto with something even more important. Well, you know what? You're right. You're so right about that, Harold. You can't fool Mother Nature. And guess what we're finding out now, Harold? We tried to fool Mother her Nature for such not, a long time. Uh, Mother Nature has put us in a frying pan. <laughs> I know. Mother Nature is saying, you guys. Mama, please cut this Mama, out. Mama, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we, we just hope to get a cool down. We promise, we promise we're, we're trying our best to get people with the program, Mother Nature, because we know you have the last call, the last word. Anyhow, folks, today's program is titled Democracy Wins in Ohio. I, I, don't, I, I think we're going to start with that one. Christie and Sykes call out Trump. And uh, actually, I, I should have said Christy, or rather, I should have said Sykes and uh, Chris Matthews, not Christy, but it's okay. And MAGA for their, for their attempted coup. Anyway, Matthews slammed Trump, MAGA for the attempted coup. Charlie Sykes, prescient statement on Trump's actions. Democracy wins in Ohio as MAGA fascists remain in shock. And I think I want to start there. And this is where I hope, as Jack just pointed out, if, if women can call in and let us know, are we doing the right thing? We're getting, first of all, we know you're getting it done. But anyway, uh, before we get started, how can you listen to us? For those of you that are on radio, of course, 90.1 FM, you turn those dials to 90.1 FM. Well, most people use digital now. So you, you, you digit it up to 90.1 FM Houston, and you can listen to us live on air or on FM's uh, net line. Uh, you can go ahead and download the Android or our Apple app for your, uh, not Apple, TuneIn app uh, from Apple or Android. And search for KPFT, and you can stream us directly to your phone via that app. Alternatively, you can go to kpft.org, kpft.org, and stream us from our website proper. And if you want to see us, and today I'm wearing the, the shirt, the, the shell shirt, shows you that I don't hold animosity to oil companies if they did their, if they just do their jobs. 
And I have this T-shirt, not T-shirt, this uh, jersey on. It's a cycling jersey uh, with the Shell on it. And Shell was a sponsor or and usually is a sponsor of the yearly MS-150 uh, ride, a cycle ride from Houston to Austin. It's a two-day ride that occurs every single year. I've done it 10 years consecutively. Love it. I haven't done it in a while. You know, my, my legs aren't as agile as they used to be. But, you know, companies do good. Companies do bad when they do good. You shout, give them the shout out. And Shell was a great sponsor. I don't know if they still are, uh, but they, they invested a whole lot in the MS-150 and allowed many of us to go ahead and ride in support of finding a cure for multiple sclerosis. I have many friends with multiple sclerosis, and all we can do is say we are working with you to get that taken care of. So anyway, I'm just just a little uh, a thing about my jersey that you're watching. If you're watching us at facebook.com slash KPFT Houston, facebook.com slash KPFT Houston. You can watch us live on YouTube as well by going to politicsdoneright.tv, politicsdoneright.tv. You can listen to our podcasts, politicsdoneright.com slash podcast politicsandright.com slash podcast, where you have all our outtakes as well. Anyway, you can reach us. If you don't like something you hear, you want to complain, you don't want to complain, you want to give us some kudos, you want to tell, tell me I'm full of it. I take all of that graciously. Go to send me a drop, drop me a line at kpft at politicsandright.com, kpft at politicsandright.com. And of course, we want you to call in 713 713- 526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Hit extension number two, and you will get to us right away. Extension number two gets you to us right away. Folks, I'm I, I you know, um, I want to plead <clears throat> for uh, let me tell you a little story before I get started. And the same time, second time I'm saying before I get started, right? I know, I know, I know. But uh people when people start to engage, it sort of become um, it, it, it sort of become a like a fission reaction, a nuclear fission reaction. It's a chain reaction. When you start doing something good, you have a tendency to start to continue doing things good. When you start doing bad things, you have a continue to start. That's why you have criminals tell each other the toughest thing for you is going to be your first kill. That's what they would say. The first thing is that the hardest thing is your first kill. And then it becomes easy thereafter. What I want to tell you is doing good is the same thing. When you start participating in the electoral process, at first it becomes difficult. At first it is difficult to make that step, to step out. But then you make that first step and it becomes a little bit easier. You make that second step and it becomes a little bit easier. You make that third step and it's, it's natural. It becomes a natural thing that you do. And those people that participated, and I, now I'm going into the show, those people that participated in Ohio, that's what a lot of folks found out. You get engaged. You make a difference. It doesn't matter the forces against you because there are more of us no matter what. And it happened in Ohio. It happened in Kentucky. It happened in Arkansas, Kansas. This happened again. Let's go to Nora. Nora, come on in. Hello. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. I just 
had some commentary on something that was on your show the other day. Please I do. Called in, I couldn't. Um, you had a caller who called in, and I think it was a repeat caller. He calls in frequently. And he wanted to explain to all of the ladies that we could have an IUD to prevent pregnancy. Then we wouldn't have to worry about getting an abortion. And I really don't think that it was his place to mansplain birth control to women. I I remember that comment. I think that came from my good friend. I think it was Tag or Harry. I don't remember which one it was. But um, I, yeah. you know, I had meant to reply to that uh, graciously, but I I forgot because it, I did get that twinge, and I'm so happy that I got that twinge, and I'm so happy that you called in and pretty much called me out for not saying, um, wait a minute, wait a minute. We don't tell guys what to do with their thing, uh, not to have certain things. It takes two to tango, and not only that, we cannot command a woman to put a foreign object in her body if she so does not desire. So um, it is something that I probably should have called women, out live. Women women are informed about their options of birth control. And um, we don't need it coming from a guy who's telling it us that we need to take part of it so we don't have to worry about getting an abortion. When that's not really even how family planning, pregnancy planning anything like that works. That's not how it works. So he just needs to be more informed about how to go about taking that subject public. Yeah. You know, can can I say something? I learned over time that because um, I am no different than what he would have done several years ago. Right. And believe me in a patriarchal society. And I think, you know, this as, as well as I do in a patriarchal society, it is hard to overcome that, and it doesn't matter your ideology, whether progressive, whether right-wing, no matter. We grew up in a the totality of a patriarchal society, and there are a lot of things like this that is sort of ingrained in us, and it's very hard to disassociate ourselves from that. And I think, um, you I know, guess. yes, go ahead. Go ahead, Nora. No, I'm good. I'm good. I, I okay. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Great. Thank you so kindly for calling in, Nora. If there's anything else, we'll move on. All righty. Have a great one. You have a great day. But you know, uh, Nora is right, and you know, I mean, I I've been to these courses. I used to be in a group called Move to Amend. I was actually on the board of directors of Move to Amend, and it was a a multicultural, multi ethnic, multiracial. Uh, multi-gender, multi, you know, when I say gender, I'm not only talking uh, women, men, I'm talking about, you know, uh, everything, you know, and, and we had a fairly large board. I guess the board was probably 15 of us or something like that. And we would, <laughs> I am in several of these groups, we would lock ourselves up in a, in a room and come up with policy. And I can tell you categorically, uh, even as I had, claim to have got rid of all my isms and um, we participated in that group. There was still a few things that had to be learned in that group, but to learn certain things, you have to be open to, you have to open your mind to say, ah, things are kind of different. And, uh, you know, not because it's been like that for hundreds of years, doesn't mean it need to change. I can tell you there are certain things about, let's say being a, 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 a black Latino Caribbean person, right? 
that I hear a whole lot of commentary from people, including friends. And for decades, I would say absolutely nothing, right? But it's always, you always felt that snag when it is done. In the 2023s, the 20, now in these, in these times, uh, people that stayed quiet for hundreds of years, and yes, I'm saying hundreds of years because some women have said it for hundreds of years, uh, you know, many times now they feel freer to speak up. And some people say, well, we've always done it that way. And it's like, yeah, and there have been people taking it and being quiet for it all their years. Come on in, Harry. Come on in. Good morning, Alberto. Cole Good morning, Martin. Harry. Was it you uh, that said that on the? Um, it, was, sh- it was. It was me, and I did not. I, I didn't put that out there to offend women. Uh, and I'm, you know, if I offended Nora, I'm sorry. If I did, what well, all? All I meant to uh, put when I put that out there, I was just saying to try to educate people that there are uh, that is an option that women can do if they and, want. And, and I hope you understood what, what she said. What she was trying to say is like, she don't need you or me to, to bring that up because women already know that. They already know their system and, you know, qualified. I think, you know, she's right in that, um, uh, you know, you and I, right, as males, uh, we have to be a bit more cognizant that certain things that we say, like you just said, you know, and I, let me tell you, Harry, I wasn't moved to a man, and man, I have it. I had to be humbled many times. <laughs> right. Go yeah, ahead, Harry. Women can get sensitive about their bodies and things like that. And all, and all I was just doing was just trying to educate women who don't know those things. or And I was just also putting that out there as an option that, you know, just Hey, I got you. I got you. I got you, brother. I promise I got you. I'm not trying to offend any women. Good. And, and you know, and the, the good thing about what we like is we like to be able to have that conversation, sir. And, and, and when Nora comes in and, and where, where she needs to put us in our place or where anybody, to put it bluntly, on any subject, I think I, what, I, what I love to say about communication is that um, – we shouldn't fear making mistakes in what we say uh, because it stunts the communication and it stunts our education. And at the same time, we all have to learn that when we say things and uh, if we say it wrong, and even if we don't understand necessarily uh, that it's wrong, but when we learn it, you know, then we go ahead and modify accordingly. And that is the one thing. I, like I said, I was in this group called Move to Amend. We were putting together the 28th Amendment to the Constitution, uh-huh. which says money is not speech and, and, and uh, money is not speech and uh, corporations are not people. But to be able to even get to that right. stage where we could come with, a, with the, the right language for these types of amendments we had to have the right language among that exists in a society made up of a whole lot of folks with a whole lot of interest. So, you know, we learned that pretty right. quickly as a group. Anyway, what is what's up, brother Harry? Talk to me. Hey, what's up? I'm just was not. I'm just was like I said. I was trying not to be insensitive because I know. And like and, I said, I, I and that's great. We can drop that right there now. We all were educated by Nora now, and we are in business to continue with the politics. Ready to go? Okay. All right. Thank yeah. you, Harry. I mean, uh, yeah. Well, uh, 
Oh, well, I'm, uh, oh, oh, what was the song that uh, uh, Howard played before you guys came on the air? I just want to know. Howard is was. right here. Okay, that was Joe Sample, like you requested this morning. And let's see what the title of it was. X Marks the Spot by Joe Sample. Oh, okay. Well, I, I really, I, that's not one of the songs I put on my list. But, uh, my brother, he, he really likes a lot of Joe Sample. Yeah. His I've, name was Alan. I've just got to go and get those songs. I don't have them yet. Okay. Hey, Harry, I think this conversation is not one that people uh, people probably are listening to from our, our stuff. Now they probably want to hear about Ohio, but as usual. Okay, we'll talk about Okay, well, I'm glad that Ohio is um, going on uh, about the politics. And like I, we've been saying about the voting, it's just black men that want to participate in our system. Please get out there and vote. It's important. And change, hey Harry, ha, um, Harry, change it from black men go out to vote and say all people go out to vote. That's what we need, all people to go out to vote. But thank you, my brother. We'll talk. We'll talk tomorrow. I know I'll hear from you tomorrow again. You keep listening to po- to politics done right and our other uh, our channels. Anyway, folks, thank you so kindly, Harry. Want to get to democracy wins in Ohio? And here is the deal. And 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 I'm going to read from Daily Coast. It says the title is. GOP plan to make ballot measures harder to pass in Ohio goes down in flames. I want to first give a big, humongous shout out to Ohio. You guys made our day. Ohio voters on Tuesday rejected a Republican-backed measure called Issue 1, a proposed constitutional amendment that would have made it difficult to ever change a state constitution again. So here it is a deal. They want to get, they were going to use that vote. In other words, just a majority vote would have been necessary to then stunt the constitution to say now to change the constitution you need uh, a 60% threshold. How is that 60% threshold working in the Senate right now? All the civil rights laws in Ohio and other types of laws in Ohio were passed under the domain of a 50 plus 1 because it's hard as hell in a society that is not yet sufficiently apt to go ahead and do good things with with, uh, with with a constitution that requires 60% change, right? How is the Senate working right now? How is How do we still have an electoral college right now because of this thing that we need these super majorities, right? No, it's not fair. No, it's not fair. But Ohio, kudos to Ohio. I'm going to continue with it, but since we since Jimmy's on the line, let's go ahead and get to Jimmy, and then we'll continue this. Come on in, Jimmy. And by the way, anyone can call in right now, 713-526-5738, extension 2. You're online all the way. Jimmy, talk to me. Good morning, Egberto. This is your friend, Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. How are you doing, sir? Real good, real good. I just started listening to your program. Um, this is really too early for me, but... Um, I thought I'd try it a few times. I am so honored that you woke up to listen to the program, Jimmy. Jimmy is one of our fellow great friends from the Houston Peace and Justice Center and the UU churches, etc. Talk to me, my friend. Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned about Texas passing this horrible bill that forces women to go out of state to get their abortions. And I'm, virtually all the Republicans voted for it, including my neighbor, Jim Murphy, who's on the legislature. So anyway... Uh, I think we need to stand up against that bill and try to have a lawsuit to 
pull it down or whatever. I'm not sure what the penalty is if they get an abortion, but I know they have serious penalties, so they're having to go to Louisiana, Mississippi, New York, whatever, to get abortions instead of doing that here in Texas. Women Let me give right you some sort of good news, Jimmy. They have the right to have an abortion. Got you. Jimmy? You know what the penalties are? I mean, there's women, any citizen apparently can sue somebody for getting an abortion. Yeah. I don't remember what the penalties are, but it was nasty because the way they got around original restrictions is that they they uh, it, it was the uh, any individual uh, a person could sue right it's it's sort of like uh, and the reason why they did it that way is to get a, get around it being the state infringing on a woman's but after Roe versus Wade was clamped down it all went back to the state anyway so that didn't really matter but here's the deal uh, our our abortion rules are arcane but it was uh, it was put on hold I think a few days ago by the federal uh, courts. And so women who have ectopic pregnancies and all of that, that had to wait till they're near death before they could go get abortions can now get abortions in Texas until this is resolved in the Supreme Court. So um, there's sort of a reprieve going on right now. And uh, as I, as I read, I think I read this a couple of days ago. I, I, I think when I read it, you know, Mind, you know how it is. But anyway, Jimmy, the good thing about it is, like I said in the beginning of the show, the first thing out there is to get out there and work it. Uh, Texas, uh, we have not done sufficient work in this state to activate the, the base that really, the, the, the majority. We have not done the, the work to activate them. But if you take a look at Kentucky, a state that is much redder than Texas, they did. And when they attempted a similar bill uh, on against women in uh, Kentucky, it went down in flames. When they did it in Kansas, it went down in flames. When they did it in, I think it was Idaho, it went down in flames. California, of course, it would go down. It, well, they, they won the, the constitutional right. So what I'm saying is uh, the will of the American people are where we are at, Jimmy. Okay, the, the policies and the values that we support. Over 60% of the American populace supports that. And that is what we, we have to just get them out there and, and follow the Howard Corollary, which is go vote. Go out there and vote. And hey, for the people that are not doing it right, now. vote them out. Go, Jimmy. Hey, Berto, what happened in Ohio? In Ohio last night, there was a, constitu- a vote. First of all, let, let, let me give a good backstory. In, in Ohio... They didn't, the they, Republicans said we will no longer have elections in, or, or rather any voting in August. That's the first part, all right? Now, the people collected enough, enough votes, enough people signed the petition to put on their, in November, on their ballot that they want a constitutional protection of abortions for women. The Republicans then said, oh, we're now going to, for this one time only, we are going to have a vote in August, and this vote is going to say the following. You need 60%, uh, a 60% vote to change the Constitution. And that's not how it is right now. That, that's not how it's been. But they, they went against what they said about having votes in August to say they are going to vote on whether to, uh, any constitutional amendment needed 60 votes, 60 percent. And they thought nobody would show up in August so that they would overpower the vote and get 
and, and caused that vote in, in November to fail because it had to now meet a 60% threshold. Well, the Ohio people organized. Notice what I said, Jimmy. They organized. They organized. And they voted that amendment in August down. They voted it down yesterday. So now when that vote comes up in November, given that there are more than 58% of Ohioans that want a constitutional amendment to protect women, it will pass in November. They failed at trying to be anti-democratic. Anyway, anything else you want to talk about, Jimmy, before we go to Hallister? So does that make it where they have have to have just a simple majority and not 60%? Yes, sir. That's exactly what it means. That's exactly what it means. Glad to hear that, Egberto. Thanks for your, your information here. You're helping people learn more about our government and what they can do to make things better. Thank you, brother Jimmy. Great, great hearing you on the voice, and it's great getting a new a new group of folks into listening to our our stuff. You have a wonderful day, my brother. All right, let's go to Alistair, our beautiful Alistair Waters. How is my lady doing this morning? Hey, brother, I'm good. So I hate to burst your bubble, but yes, women were um with the abortion thing here in Texas. For a brief moment, we were allowed a stay, so to speak. But now, again, the attorney general's office has put in that um, they filed. Uh, I don't remember the terminology, mea culpa. Um, a stay. They, they, they put in, yeah. So women are not allowed until this is reviewed. Okay, so they, they, but did the judge did the judge did the judge put a stay back on again, or or do do we have to wait for the attorney general to be as uh, reviewed to be taken up in the next few days or so? I I, I don't I didn't re- read that one, so I'm dependent on you here. The attorney general, uh, no, it has to another court is going to uh, because of the uh, the request that Got the it. attorney general put in. So no, women can't have abortions yet. Okay, and, uh, well, I, I I'm glad you corrected that 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 information because I, that was from three days ago. So I guess he did that immediately after. Thank you, Alistair, for that. It was within a few hours of that overturn, so to speak. Okay. That the AG's office, yeah. Well, look, thank you for that, Alistair. Anything else you want to say before I jump to Gonzalo, my dear Alistair? No, we're good. I'm I'm hitting the road, so yeah. You All right, we'll talk day. later. We'll I'll, I'll if you're there, I'll see you at three. Have a great one, Alistair. Let's go to Gonzalo. Come on in, Gonzalo. Good morning, Igberto. How are you? Como estas, mi amigo favorito de Cuba? <laughs> okay, I'm good. I'm good. You know, it's a very hot topic. I'm gonna uh, put it. In perspective, uh, again, uh, going back to Canada, where I lived for a number of years, uh, if you know about the Quiet Revolution in uh, Quebec, Canada, uh, if you have heard of it, uh, I think uh, that's what we need here. And uh, I think uh, if women, uh, if women uh, have the right to decide whether to have a kid or not, 
that's not a constitutional right for the politicians. That's a women's right that we took uh, off after almost 30 years. Uh, that tells you about the type of politicians are ruling these days. I have good friends who are Republicans, but again, the almanac, the the calendar, it's uh, what is wrong. So all those people are over 70, and their mindset is uh, biblical, which is okay, but we live in a different world. So I think we need a revolution like the one in Quebec, uh, which turned out to be the opposite. Now they don't have population. They don't want immigrants. Their laws are very restricted for migration. Uh, the population hasn't even doubled in 15 years. And the plan for Mr. Trudeau now is taking the population up to 100 million inhabitants by 2100. Uh, I don't believe with their current laws they will be able to do that. But what's the plan here? Well, That's let me point. tell you, I, there's an article right now at Common Dreams that pretty much says, right, you know, uh, all these countries that are trying to keep people out right now, they're going to be begging for immigrants shortly. And you can you can already see that in the United States with all the restrictive policies that uh, Republicans are wanting. It's starting to hurt the farmers in the field. It's starting to hurt the factories, etc., and many other places. So, Gonzalo, you hit that on you hit the nail on the head there. So, uh, I, I I tell you what, uh, progressives are coming along. Uh, we have a lot of work to do, but we're coming along, and this quiet revolution has to get, be quiet no more. I mean, I, I understand about the Quebec quiet revolution, but I think in these times we require things a bit differently. But eso va pasar. That will that will happen. Anything else you want to say, Gonzalo? Before I go to John. No, oh, thank you very much. I don't want to take much of a time for others to express themselves. I think that's democracy, and you are. Uh, <laughs> Uh, doing the right thing, you know. Let us talk, and you uh, you always have an interesting topic to talk. Muchísimas about. gracias, hermano. Thank you so kindly, and we'll talk later. Let's go ahead and go to John. John, you're hot. And before John, 713-526-5738. Please give us a call. Ladies, give us a call. Uh, uh, make your voice heard, please. 713-526-5738. Extension number two. Come on in, John. How you doing? Morning, Egberto. How are you? I am doing fine, sir. Good. Well, listen, the reason I called was I think we need to make it plain that this this election could rest the future of democracy in our country. And that's why it's so important for people to get out and vote. Uh, the Republicans have mayhem on the mind. And I'm really worried that uh, bad things could happen if Trump gets reelected. Uh, I agree with you. Um, I am looking at these polls that say we are at 43-43, and uh, which, you know, a 43-43 poll where everybody breaks on values is a great thing for for uh, for uh, Biden if he's the the. Uh, Democratic candidate, right? But it is something that still concerns me. Even if, even if the top limit of folks that are going to vote for Trump is forty-three percent, 
it really concerns me, and I, I'm not saying this out of malice, but I'm saying this out of real concern, that there are 43 people, 43% of Americans that feel a leader like Donald Trump is who they want representing them. It, irrespective of their ideology, that they will pull the trigger for Donald Trump concerns me about the values and the psyche of people, many people in America. And I don't say this to be rude. I don't say this to seem like, to assume that I'm better than anybody else or anything like that, John, but it concerned yeah. me. And what I think you and I can do about that is to talk to those people. Because just saying, how dare you vote for Donald Trump is not the answer. Saying, why would you consider Donald Trump over anybody else? How would in, in your primary, how would you consider Donald Trump over even, let's say, a Chris Christie? I don't like Chris Christie, but if I, but I would much, if a Republican had to win, I would want it to be a Chris Christie or I would want it to be even the governor of Arkansas. Right? Yeah. But my God, yeah. I have to talk, I have to engage my brothers and sisters who are voting for Donald Trump. I really do. And I really want to sit and have coffee and have a, uh, please explain to me how somebody that the judges have already called a rapist, that Aging Carroll have said she, he's raped her, that he has done so much by selling bad steaks, uh, cre uh, not paying people, doing all these bad things. How can you oh, feel yeah. that, that that could be your leader? Anyway, go ahead, John. Anything else before I go to Gerard? Uh, no, I guess that's about it, Egberto. Muchas gracias, uh, John. And look, John, you calling in here and making those comments, other people hear you and they think as well. So thank you for calling, my brother. Let's go, Gerard. Come on in. Yes, greetings, Alberto. Blessing to you, sir. Yeah, man. He's a Rasta man. You know? I'm a Rasta man. You know? Hey, whopping man. The man is a Rasta man from Jamaica. Yes, yes, no, I'm a Rasta man from Jamaica and an American. Okay, forget, forgive me, man. You're a Rasta man from Jamaica who is now a citizen of the United States of America. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to be ignorant. I'm just trying to put it out here, not let you, you know what I mean? So I'm playing with you, man. I'm playing with you. Come on. Oh, I know, brother. I know, I know. And you shouldn't say brother, you should say brethren. Virgin. <laughs> yes, let me ask you still, you know, is that a lot of people talk about America. What is America? I am as America. I am America as appetite. Living here 30 years, college educated. You know what I mean? Yes. So, for some guy to sit on him couch and think that him can't come deny I, every day I got to fight for my rights in America after 30 something years working in this country. So what is America? America is me. America is a white man. America is a black man. America is a Spanish man. America is a gay. Everybody put together makes America, man. God bless America. America is a great country because of its multicultural diversity. Man, I tell you, I couldn't have said it any better, Gerard. And if you don't have anything to say, I'll, just let, that, I'll, I'll just let your word stand, sir. Thank you, my brother. Peace and love. Jarastafari. Peace and love. Rastaman. All right. Let's go to... Uh, thank you, Gerard. I uh, love hearing the, the voice. Uh, Roberto, come on in. Roberto. 
Buenos días, buenos días, compatriota. ¿Cómo está mi compatriota panameño? Habla conmigo, por favor. Talk to me, my brother. Yes, saludos and, and, and greetings to the most high. Jarastafari. Listen, I am optimistic in a way that I believe that there are good conscience Republicans in the party who, who value country and constitution more than one individual. So in good conscience, I'm, I'm very optimistic that they will not, even if he is nominated uh, uh, for, 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 for the ticket, uh, that he will not become the president because I believe the 43% that are supporting him are just the 43% of his basis. There are many more out there that are quiet and silent. Nobody is saying anything. But in good conscience, because his, his country above one individual, And in good conscience, I believe many of them would not uh, put their support uh, on him. That's all I had to say. Well, Roberto, hold on a second, because um, my heart, my heart wants to believe that, right? But let me tell you my biggest fear here, all right? And I, I want you to hear me out on this one. You remember that you remember that Hillary Clinton beat Donald Trump in the popular vote by. Uh, yeah. by, by 3 million votes, okay? However, if only about 80,000 votes in three states, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and I don't remember the other state, uh, had turned around, only 80,000 votes, then Hillary Clinton would have been president. Let me tell you what's worse. We were so happy to watch Biden beat Donald Trump, not by 3 million votes, But by 7 million votes, we didn't know that many people existed. But there are two big fears that came out of that for me. Do you know who is the person in America that got the second largest popular vote in this country? It's a person named Donald Trump. Donald Trump got more votes in 2020 than Hillary Clinton got by a bunch. By a bunch. But here's the kicker. If we, if the progressives had not gone out there and worked their butt in Timbuktu and everywhere else, we would have had Biden with a 7 million, uh, a 7 million vote more than Trump and still have Trump as president. Because here's the deal. Biden won by less votes than Hillary lost. In other words, Trump only needed 40,000 votes to switch in three states. And he would have been president, even losing by 7 million votes. That is the undemocratic nature of the United States of America. And we can't change that because it takes a supermajority to change a constitution. Right? Yeah, so that's, that's my that's, fear. That's that is my fear, Brother Alberto. That's my fear. I get everything you're saying, Beto, but I, I, I want to stay optimistic that, you know, we, we have good conscience Americans as you. Uh, the rest of my understand you've been living here for 30 years and you can't deny that. Uh, I've been here for 41 years and yes, I am a citizen and, and um, in good conscience, I love America. Everybody that, that comes to foreign, this is the one goal we want to get here for. Why? To make a better life, not only for ourselves, but for our children, our grandchildren. And we I... can't have one group of people, one party trying to deny that. 
and 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 isolate us and 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 make put us to the side like we we are not valuable to the economy of this country where we have contributed in many great ways since arriving here. So Roberto, uh, let uh, me tell you something. I am so happy uh, today. We had a lot of uh, born uh, Americans call in. We also had a lot. We had a Jamaican, a Panamanian, a Cuban. All of us naturalized citizens, being a part of this uh, this mosaic here of the United States. Uh, in a speech I gave at UU, I told folks that the aspirations, you are from Panama, nosotros somos el mismo lugar, we're from the same place. I, I, I gave a speech where I said, you know, a, a lot of the dreams of a lot of us when we were growing up, you remember that? In La Zona del Canal or anywhere else in, in, in Panama, it was like, we're, we want to come to the United States, a land of opportunity. And we did. And to have a group of people that have a tendency to believe that somehow there are more Americans or they care more about the country. We chose it. And not only that, we didn't come here for being slough-offs. We came here to, to actually grow it. Yeah. You know, so thank you for those words. And I'm glad that others were able to hear that. And we just showed a mosaic of America right here. From Harry right back to Gerard right back to you, Roberto. Thank you so kindly for calling, my friend. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, folks, 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Um, I tell you what, I have a, uh, let me see, you know what? I'm going to play, since I don't have any calls, I'm going to just play the Joe Scarborough thing on Trump here, and then I'll get back to the story. We did the story on uh, Ohio, and I, they, they, the callers gave me a chance to explain it as I should. So here we go with that, and I'll be right back. Joe Scarborough went where we've talked to something we've talked about at PDR for a very long time and politics and right for a very long time. And that is the evangelical movement have pretty much uh, has pretty much lost any any form of morality it once had, if it did have it at any time. Because, again, now that Donald Trump has been declared by a judge. A rapist. We all knew what he did, but now officially declared that way by the judge as he dropped the case that Donald Trump tried to uh, put against Eugene Carroll by stating, oh, um, she called me a rapist. They said I wasn't a rapist. I was just a sexual abuser, but not a rapist. And then the judge says, no, 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 no. New York statute defined it as sexual abuse. But everybody else, every other place, every other locale, called what you did a rape. Therefore, you are a rapist. Uh, check out how, uh, how uh, Joe Scarborough talks about it here, how he addresses the evangelicals here. And then Charlie Sykes had some insightful words that one needs to listen to. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. A federal judge has dismissed Donald Trump's countersuit against writer E. Jean Carroll. Trump sued Carroll in June, alleging she defamed him. By
by continuing to say the former president raped her, even though in May a jury found Trump only liable for sexual abuse. Yesterday, a judge ruled against Trump's argument, explaining that while the jury did not find that Trump raped Carol according to New York penal law's narrow definition, her allegation of rape is not defamation because the word's common and more widely understood definition is broader. Charlie Sykes, uh, you know, th- this morning, uh, Gerard Baker in the Wall Street Journal wrote uh, wrote uh, a column that you were, uh, I think you were referencing earlier, uh, where he said, you know, Republicans really have to make a choice here. They can continue their year of magical thinking, or they can keep defending Donald Trump and in so doing forever alter the rule of law in America. Very true about that. Let's say the same thing about my brothers and sisters uh, that I-, I grew up with in the evangelical church. They are now fiercely fighting for and backing a rapist, according to a judge who said by the common definition of the term, Donald Trump raped E. Jean Carroll. That's in the court of law. That's not in, in, again, the pages of some left wing journal. And these are the same people who all collapse on their fainting couch uh, because Bill Clinton had a relationship uh, with an intern uh, back when he was in the White House and said he was unfit to be president of the United States. A judge has said Donald Trump is a rapist. And yet they line up right behind him, just like these Republicans who are all law and order and rule of law continue to line up against a guy. And they're doing it in a way that's eviscerating or they're attempting to eviscerate the rule of law, the Justice Department, the FBI uh, in the process. Yeah, I think what we've come since uh, 2015, I think what's happened to uh, to uh, the American conservative movement, I think what's happened to our political culture. Uh, you know, it's, it's easy to dismiss, uh, you know, Donald Trump as this narcissistic uh, clown, but it is hard to understate uh, the impact that he's had on this on our political standards. And and, and to your point, look, um, you are seeing a full out attack, um, not just on on the culture of facts, which we had back in 2016, but now on all of the institutions of our constitutional republic. Uh, um, there's a great piece in the in the Washington Post that uh, talks about how all the other Republican candidates are going after the courts, the system of, of law, the deep state, sowing distrust in any institution that might challenge or hold someone like Donald Trump accountable. And uh, the willingness to accept um, lies um, I think has been established over over the last few years, but but think about the moment we're in right now. Donald Trump um, is. He, you mentioned you know what's going to happen in the future. It is it is a rock, is rock solid certain that Donald Trump will continue to make the threats, will continue to make the insults. Um, everything that's happening now will get worse, and the Republican Party and the Evangelical Church will go along with it. And to your larger point, this has long term implications. Things like this, when they are broken, they are hard to put back together. Now, it what Charlie Sykes mentioned there is so very important. Once you break things, putting it back together can be that much more difficult. So we can actually stop this cold. One, we make sure this clown, this narcissist, gets convicted, and second, we make sure not only that he doesn't get elected, 
but none of his courts. And remember, that court is large. Donald Trump could not do this alone. He could not destroy the country by himself. He had a lot of complicits. And these people that were complicits need to go down as well. Starting from, uh, from uh, Lindsey Graham, uh, the Oklahoma uh, senators, all of them ultimately must go down. They must all go down. There's absolutely no doubt the complicity in, uh, in, in, in what's been happening in America is large and it needs to go down. So I, I do have a message from my uh, Trumpist brothers and sisters. Again, turn around and look at your kids. Look at your kids and ask your kids if they, if they would want to look up to somebody like if they would look up to you, if you represented what Donald Trump represents, ask your kids, or rather, what are you teaching your kids? What are you teaching your kids when you teach them to respect a rapist? What are you teaching your kids when you teach them to respect or, or accept leadership from a liar? What are you teaching your kids? When you teach them to respect somebody who has little respect for women or others. Remember, as your kids watch you support evil, evil then becomes a norm for them. So if you, if, if you are willfully ignorant to what support of a Donald Trump really means, if you really believe what this guy represents and and i i don't know anybody who actually thinks this way it's a warning it's a warning we uh when jimmy called earlier jimmy said he was concerned there is another uh person that says i am very john called john says i am scared what happens if this guy were elected again I am saying we hold, we determine if this guy is going to be elected again. We are the ones with the power. We are the, most of us are the ones with the morals. Most of us are the ones who truly love the country. And we are the ones who will determine where it goes going forward. Uh, we don't need to lose hope. We need to go out there. And do what we need to do to ensure that, as Gerard would say, who just called in, we are the ones who really rule the country. All of us, the good ones. Respect America, too, is in the House. He said he's voting for Trump again. That's fine. Go do it. It speaks more about you than it does about Trump, however, sir. Uh, Eric Hayes is also in the House. Thank you for being here. Uh, respect America. I, I know uh, in your in your in the commentary that you put in the chat, you are putting it. You're writing it in a defiant tone. You know, I, I love people that are defiant to stick it to the lives, stick it to the whomever. Right? I think about think about how much these guys that you're voting for really cares about you. The good thing about the good thing about when you lose in November of 2024, my dear brother, respect America too, is that the policies that we support 
that progressive support are going to make your life better as well. So while you can do the most, uh, you can go defiantly and vote for uh, someone who hates the country, which includes you. Uh, those of us who care about the country, in caring about the country, things will work out just well for you too as well. Respect America too. All right, 713-526-5738. Uh, we still have about seven, uh, about six minutes, so give us a call real quick if you have something to say right now. 713-526-5738. Extension number two gets you on air right away, so give us a call real quickly and we'll get you there. I don't have enough time to play the other videos, but do remember you can go to politicsunright.com slash newsletter politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter. And you can see all the videos that we didn't play today and you can get to all the links that we didn't cover today, including a link that tells you, hey, my book, uh, and I don't think this, I think this still follows on the rules, Tribulations of an Afro-Latino-Caribbean Man, Racism Didn't Stop My Smile, Hope, Our Journey Forward, is I have it on Substack now, which means that whoever gets my newsletter can actually see uh, parts of that book and there are ways to get the whole thing. Anyway, folks, 713-526-5738. Extension numero dos. Extension number two. 713-526-5738. Come on in, Brian. Brian always calls at the end. Brian, how you doing, my brother? You're on, Brian. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay, how are you? I'm fine. Talk to me real quick. You always call at the end, brother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell Johnny to quit with the insults. I don't need blood pressure medication. <laughs> okay, I'll tell him that, Brian. Brian, I got Dale to come, so talk real quick. You got 20 seconds. Yeah, facts hurt people, don't they? Opinions, everybody has an opinion. So... Facts hurt. Yes, just it like does. Socialism. No, facts doesn't hurt. Facts just bring, makes us smarter. And socialism, we'll talk about that another day. But thank you so kindly. Brian, you're always welcome to call Politics Done Right. Let's go to Dale. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. All right. Thank you, Brian. Dale, come on in. Dale, you're on. Come off a of mute, Dale. Come on in. All right. Uh, I can't. Dale is not coming up, so we'll wait for the other uh, phone call to come in. And let's see. I think, Let, I think the call dropped on Dale. Oh, OK. Uh, let's go to I guess it's going to process here. Harry, I think Harry is back. Great. Bring in Harry. Harry, you're on. Oh, bueno, see us again this morning, Humberto. Uh, I wanted to say Talk something to about Donald Trump. Yeah. And what it is. As I hope that uh, Prosecutor Jack Smith from the Department of Justice is um, successful, that um, he gets prosecuted and he's convicted. I do not want him to be president again. He's uh, just bad for this country, as I told Steve Hunter on his show yesterday when we talked about Donald Trump. Excellent. Thank you, Brother Harry. Appreciate your call. Anyway, folks, you know what? I, I just thought about this. I just thought about this. At the end of the show, since, you know, some people wait to the end, I'm going to have this stuff called, let's start this stuff called Rapid Fire, where we just give uh, to, uh, anybody, all the, the group of folks that kind of line up at the end of the call, say, okay, you got 15 seconds. Say whatever it is that you need to say, and we'll recognize you to say what you need to say. Thank you so kindly, Harry. Mm. 
Okay, just got me a little sip of coffee there. Anyway, folks, uh, we are coming close to the end of the show, and I want to thank all of you guys for being a part of it. I want to thank all of you guys for listening. I want to call all the great callers that called in, made it a much more, a, a, a much better program. We simply cannot do this without you. Come on in real quick, Doug. You got 25 seconds. Doug, you got 25 seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, I uh, just wanted to note that, you know, most of the people work, uh, vote for Trump that don't really care for him. You know, he, they know he's he, they know he's a butthole. Uh, the, the issue is, is, you know, most people don't want to vote for the, all the crap that the Democrats try to shove down our throats. That's all I got to say. Okay, thank you very much for that. But that is that isn't the answer, uh, Doug. I mean, I want you to call when you and I can actually go back and forth a little bit because I really what you just said, Doug, is it's so right. But we need to take it a little bit deeper than that because do you cut your hands off because you don't like your finger something that's going wrong on several of your fingers? I don't think you do that. But anyway, let's go to the control room to Howard and Van Beber for a quick closers. Fifteen seconds, my brothers. All right. Mighty good show today. A lot of callers. And uh, we're going to turn it over to Jack for his uh, wisdom. Mom says you humans need to stop heating up her planet. All right. Demonizing the women while you're at it. Mama says. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Jack Van Beber, for all you do. Thank you so kindly, Howard, for all you do. Keeping this thing running smoothly as smooth as it can work with very, very old equipment. Folks, don't forget, we're going into fun drive, but we are going to continue with the programming. I'm going to have faith in you. I'm going to have faith that you're going to call, that you're going to either call in and hit number one sometimes while we're having the program, or that you're going to uh, go to hit that donate button when or fun drive, because I want to keep the conversation going. And I know you hate fun drives, so help us out by starting to fun drive right now. Remember, put do it in the name of politics done right. My name is Egberto Willis. Thank you, Van Beber and Howard in the studio. My name is Egberto Willis. It's Politics and Right, and you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.